What is going on, everyone? We are coming at you live from YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts for the Comic Bookies podcast, colliding the world of sports and comics for issue number 161. First up this week is comic books. Got plenty to get into, uh, including Harley Quinn's 30th anniversary and Mr. R.L. Stein is back with a brand new story from Boom Studios. And in entertainment, me and Sean are talking House of Dragons. I just finished The Boys. And I also stumbled upon a show that I watched the first season of and am now getting into the second season you'll find out in a bit. And of course, in sports, week two is behind us. For us Raider fans, we want it way behind us. But we're talking week three, college week four. And of course, NASCAR, the crazy, crazy race at the night race in Bristol. And we're on to the second round in Texas Motor Speedway. So come join us for episode 161. Thank you so much for joining. Let's go do this thing. with that we are back to the comic bookies podcast thank you so much for joining us for episode 161 here to collide the worlds of sports and comics as always is myself mike mark and sean we are brought to you by treasure island comics in fremont california this week wednesday september 21st 2022 is new comic book day so get out there and get your new comic books uh, we're actually talking about the uh, about those first this week but um but yeah but alex the shop he's open every wednesday friday and saturday so go get those books Fellas, what's going on? Um, uh, you know, 24 hours after the, the horrible games that we experienced, uh, you know, well, not so much Sean, but, you know, we're going to get into sports later, but, uh, you know, the, the burn is starting to, you know, wear off now from the, just the shit that went on yesterday. But yeah, Monday, it's a new fresh week, uh, a new fresh week for the NFL, fresh week of books, fresh week of anything, right? So happy Monday to you guys. How's your weeks, uh, going so far? Happy Monday, bro. Everything is good. Uh, not just obviously the next day after what happened yesterday, sports wise, but that weather, man. Wild, wild weather. How was it out in uh, Tracy? I know Mark said there was some sporadic rain out in the wood, but mm-hmm. Tracy, kind of the same. Yeah, no, we had rain yesterday and today as well. Um, but we, the, our daughter spent the weekend at my parents' house, so we drove over there to pick her up, and man, it was. Our, our windshield wipers were at the fastest speed. It was pouring, <laughs> like in, you know, going through Livermore, uh, Pleasanton and Dublin. It was so crazy on the freeway, uh, uh, you know, rain wise. And then sure enough, when we get back into Tracy, it's kind of clear, but then we get, we wake up this morning at like 6.37 a.m. More rain. I think that we, a little bit of thunder and lightning, but I mean, Mark, he told us you had some thunder and lightning. Yeah, definitely. Today was pretty bad. Um, definitely some, Dark clouds over the, you know, damn near Central Valley here in California and also in Vegas yesterday. As you can say, um, see in my background here, I have to, the Raiders did so freaking bad that I'm going to congratulate the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray and also for the stupid fan that slapped Kyler Murray in mm-hmm. the face after the win. Totally uncalled for, you know, um, football games are always crazy, but yeah. Raiders he's probably, a, he's probably an ace fan, a disgruntled ace fan. So if he was an ace fan doing that, then I forgive him. Sorry. <laughs> if it was based off the football game, no. The Raiders deserve that slap in the face. But if it's to Kyler Murray saying, hey, you should have signed with the A's and said, whack, then eh, slightly <laughs> forgivable. Sorry. You did it to yourself. <laughs> Definitely. So, um, yeah, I had to pay O to the Arizona Cardinals today in my background uh, for the Raiders doing so shitty. But, um, 
Nah, man, just uh, September getting closer to the end. Um, yeah, October, real autumn is upon us pretty damn near, and uh, we'll see, dude. Just uh, excited to be recording. Sean's got some plans coming up. That's going to be fun for him that he'll be talking about, obviously. And, um, yeah, just uh, hopefully the Raiders can do better going forward and just excited to get into 161 with the brothers, man. Mm-hmm. That's I like sure. it. I like it. Yeah, we are definitely getting into a, an Indian summer, though, Mark, because next weekend, Saturday, Sunday, coming up, 93 and 95 in, in Tracy. So definitely some still some hot weather, you know. So don't be fooled by the you know thunderstorms and cold weather and all the wind and stuff the last couple of days. We still have some hot-ass weather as the fall. I think the fall starts this week, right? In the next couple of days, officially fall, I think the fall does. starts, the yep. like 21st, whatever, like autumn starts. So happy autumn to everyone. You guys, you know, all, all the pumpkin spice lattes and stuff, you know, <laughs> the season is upon us. You know, Mark, freaking hella jealous. You're going for Disneyland for uh, for Halloween. I'm watching all these, you know, throughout the day. Randomly, I'll see these YouTube videos of the walkthroughs of all the different snacks and the decorations. And, of course, when they redo some of the rides, like, uh, you know, the Haunted Mansion. Oh, so jealous. Nice. The Dutch Brothers. What is it? I haven't tried it, but I've seen it on the menu. Disgusting coffee. Pumpkin spice latte sweater weather white coffee chai latte or whatever. Couple of sugar. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. laughing at the name, but I was like, you know what? Dutch Bros is crazy. Those lines are ridiculous. I had it for the first time like a month and a half ago in Reno, Carson City. Right? I never had it, obviously, because they don't have it in the Bay Area. I looked it up on the map. Where the? I mean, I'm in Reno. I'm like, I have to try this damn Dutch Bros. I know so they overrated. I know they IPO'd like a year ago. I mean, as in what sense, though? Because I beg to differ. It's overrated as in if you're looking for more traditional, you know, drip coffee. Yes, I'd say. If that's your, you know, your style and you like those like sugary, icy type of drinks, then I get diabetes. It's hard for me to even call that coffee, though. I mean, exactly. it's hard. That's why when people say go there to get coffee, I'm like, no, you don't. Exactly. <laughs> no, I, would compare, I would compare Dutch Bros. Oh, I, compared to Baskin Robbins, it's actually pretty good. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, if you can get coffee there, you have to get like what yeah. the Americano, right? If you get the Americano, that's the closest thing they have to coffee. But I'll admit, you know, um, some of their, I mean, like the combinations you can make is pretty wild there. But anyway, they don't have them in the Bay Area, Oakley and Brentwood. And you said Tracy, right, Mike? Uh, no, I think, I, th- I think Modesto, Latham, I think, oh, okay. uh, over there yeah. have them too. But yeah. Um, Pretty popular, but um, anyway. Um. I, I, I mean, the one drink, because uh, a bunch of my coworkers uh, live in Modesto, so sometimes randomly they'll bring one of the drinks, and I think it's called like, the Golden Eagle or something. I think mm-hmm. it's called, uh, you know, I'm yeah. sure you've seen the, it on the menu, and it's good for like if I'm in the mood for that for that type of drink, right? Like a like a caramel, you know, something along the lines of a sweet cream cold brew or something like that. You know, like it tastes similar to like a Starbucks. That's if I'm not getting a black coffee or an iced black coffee. That vanilla sweet cream cold brew, oh man, can't go wrong with that stuff. <laughs> that, that, that stuff smacks. But I mean, no, I mean it's like you know the lines are so long for that place. The lines are so long for all your milkshakes at Starbucks. For this crumble cookie that just opened up, you know, yeah. I know one opened up in Autumn Mall in Fremont. One opened up right here in Tracy. I mean, just fat. People. Oh God, dude, it's all so fat, bro. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> This country, this country, and just the poison that we continue to just spew out of our mouths and put into our mouths is just unreal, man. Sorry to get on my soapbox, but you know. there it is. I hear you, though. I hear you, but hey, 
Like, have you, I mean, have you seen, like, I saw the meme, right? The Calvin Klein, you know, like the, the magazine or like the billboards back in the day, it'd be Calvin Klein, dude with six packs and like a hot, right. like Victoria's Secret model. And then it's like 2022, it's like a fat person in underwear, They're like right? fat Thor everywhere. And it's like, they try to, it's like, they try to make us think like, that's okay. Like, oh, like you're so brave because you're big and like you're hefty, husky and you're putting yourself out there on a billboard. But it's like, it's not, un, it's like unhealthy and what, like right. heart disease is the number one killer in America and like stuff like right. that. But they promote that as being okay. Shouldn't be right. okay. But. I mean, I mean, that's the whole thing with like Jillian Michaels. Wasn't she the one to... The one on the Biggest Loser show, the the gal yeah. trainer. Mm-hmm. That's what she said about um, what's her name, Lizzo, right? How like everyone online is like, oh, slay girl, slay, like you're so brave, or like you know, and, and that's fine to each their own. I mean, you know, I, who am I to tell you what to put in your mouth and then to, what to, to to work out or not work out or whatever? But to but to go out there and say that that's healthy, you know, like you know whatever you identify as, right? Like it would say it's healthy. It's not healthy. Like those you. aren't your fans trying to get you killed. They right. should be encouraging you. Like, you know, you know what how, I mean? You, like, you know how you know how many extra miles? I'm not a scientist. But you know how I you know that for every you know pound of extra f- unnecessary fat that you put on your body, how many more uh, veins or you know like um, uh, not, maybe not veins or capillaries you have that your body has to produce to put more blood? You know how much strain that does on the heart to have to pump more and more blood to more and more you know excess of body oh, yeah. mass it's not good it's the like reason why we're the most unhealthiest countries in the world we are the most unhealthiest country in the world yeah, right and it, is organic food really organic anymore i can't trust it oh uh, bro it's if you don't so, hear some of the documentaries on organic oh. food where the fishes come from oh, bro you don't oh gotta go god. down that oh, it's bro, not even going down that avenue bro with the salmon and oh my god the salmon farms Oh man! Oh my God, so Let's get gross. back on track, bro. We're gonna get nasty right now. <laughs> I know, right? We're gonna do a little. What's that? Hole, what's but... that documentary called? Um, what is it? That was just like that famous one, right? What the or what the health or something like that? Oh, I don't know. But there's but there's a bunch of them that just kind of. Um, I, I forgot what it was. It was uh, a guy. He goes to Japan, I think, or China, and he just goes and he's he's basically. What he does is that he's making a documentary on how bad straws are. On like the the planet for turtles, ecosystem, you know, for for everything, right? They go end up in the ocean, that huge thing, and he goes on a wild goose chase, and he goes down to a freaking rabbit hole of all these illegal things going on with all, with the food industry and stuff, it, with with whaling and, and everything. Oh, dude, it's it's uh, it's amazing, and how people at these companies remember if you look on a can of tuna and it says like dolphin friendly, how these guys get like bribed with like auditors on all oh, these yeah. ships that make sure that we're not killing any dolphins or whatever while they're fishing for the tuna. Bumblebee but, tuna? But, 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 right? <laughs> but some of these guys are getting like bribed or whatever. And some guy at the company that he interviews with like admits it on this documentary. Like it's absolutely insane. It's on Netflix, right? I think so. I think it's a Netflix documentary. All right. Yeah. But anyways, in closing, um, no, we're not here. We're, we're not fat shaming anybody. Just to, just to be clear. Um, Hundred Yeah, but uh, it's got to be better as people. I'm not fat shaming, but I'm just saying, you know, right? No, no. I mean, I mean, I mean, and, um, right? I mean, the I'm times have be changed. Realistic though. about the situation. Right, right. The times have changed. You know, they, they, there's different groups of people who were not represented back in the day who want to get represented now, and that's fine. But you know what? Every now and then, they, they got to mix it up. Have someone who's overweight on the billboard, but have my my six pack Joe, you know, on the billboard too. You know. Yeah. 
Still need something to look at. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> there so, it is. So we're gonna start with comics this week. Uh, got a light list actually um, of books to get into this week. So not gonna be too too much, but let's get into what's coming out this week. Uh, for DC, Nightwing '96, The Flash '786, Batman Superman World's Finest number seven, Batman the Night nine, Catwoman '47, and Harley Quinn 30th Anniversary Special comes out this week. And I think just like all the other anniversary specials, you're getting like eight, nine, or ten different variant covers, too. So if you want to get uh, one of each, it's going to be a pretty penny you're spending, because I think each issue is $9.99. Um, Marvel gives us Avengers 60, Fantastic Four 47, Axe Judgment Day 5, New Mutants 30, and Star Wars Darth Vader 27. Image Radiant Black 18, uh, you got Ice Cream Man 32, A New Book Vanish number one, Mark's Public Domain number four, and this cool little book I've been reading, Deadliest Bouquet, uh, the second issue comes out this week. Boom Studios, finally, Berserker is back with number 10. And Mr. R.L. Stein, author of some of our favorite books growing up, you know, Goosebump books, he writes for Boom Studios. Issue number one of Stuff of Nightmares uh, comes out this week. Dark Horse gives us Lonesome Hunters number four, AWA Absolution number three, and the Oni Press gives us Blink number three. Uh, yeah, so what do you guys want to get into? Uh, first, I'll, I'll let you guys start, and then I'll kind of run down what I read, because there's really, like, maybe more, only one or two books that I really want to, like, you know, deep dive into. Well, I did uh, read the first and second public domain, but I do not want to get into it just yet because I know Mark said the best one was number three, and I do believe I do have it, so I'm actually very excited. You're right, Mark. It's actually really good. Yeah, number three is even better. Like, I'm, I think I mentioned it before, maybe last week. Um, mm-hmm. The damn, the, damn um, yeah, the brother. The brother's a fool, bro. The one that's supposed to be good ends up being like the one that really has like the skeletons in the closet and whatnot. And now the one that's like a fool is the one that like kind of seems to be like the more sane one. It's going to probably help out more. It's just, it's, it's a real fun story. I really enjoy the way that it's going. Um, as of, you know, coming up, I'd say, of course, it's going to be my favorite book coming up this week as well. Uh, the Flash 786 seems like it might be decent as well. I don't know if you guys read the annual. If you did, we can get into it. I thought that it, was it very, was, very cool. It was cool. a damn good annual, man. That was a good annual, right? It was. It, 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 was, a, it was an inception, bro. It was a story within a story. It was, it was really cool. It was so dope. And it, to people that are married, um, mm-hmm. that have kids and, you know, that type of life, right? I guess they can uh, assess to it and kind of uh, really... Um, connect with it, right? I thought that was pretty cool. Right. The whole time in the the whole time in the arc, right? The wife is kind of feeling left out, feeling behind. You know, the kids are kind of off, even doing their own thing. You know, mm-hmm. playing with their own powers and getting used to, you know, dealing with their powers and whatnot. And the wife is just there in the shadows, and here you get this kind of random annual and kind of um, you know, brings you know brings it all together. And I thought it was real cool that it was kind of focused on her. Right. Based, you know, what did you guys right, think, she, John? Right, because she really got, she, because she just got powers, right? So she's finally feeling a part of, like, the super family instead of just her family, right? And then it's cool because, you know, you always hear stories of these authors in their books and their comic books kind of bring a piece of them in their personal life into the story. I was just going to say. So, so it's pretty cool that she kind of puts different, you know, tweaks into the story, how, you know, uh, she lets the job consume her and all of a sudden the husband leaves and, and whatnot, and, you know, from total real life, real life, into, like, her ending up on a spaceship, it just, a complete 180 uh, throughout the story that, that she had written, so it was good, I liked it. 
it makes me think outside of the comic, it makes me think of like all the other superheroes that there's a woman that doesn't have powers, but she is with that person. So there's like, there's a lowest lane. I actually watched the new Thor today and, uh, Natalie Portman, I mean, obviously she becomes like a little Thor character in her own, but it makes you think of like these women symbols that don't have powers and they're with these in a family of powers. So no, for them to actually get powers, it, I don't know. It's cool. A different perspective for sure. Yeah, no, definitely. And, um, but it, I mean, at the end of the day, it was just a really cool perspective of like, she kind of feeling left out. Oh, and like, here's my, here's, here's my book. Go ahead and read it. And mm-hmm. then like, and then Wally's just like, you know, at a certain I'm point all, just stops I, and he goes, Hey, my wife, she, she's a nerd. Like, what the hell? This is so cool. <laughs> and like, he like thoroughly enjoys himself reading a story that his wife wrote. So I, I just thought it was really cool. He said he was only going to read, he was going to try to get like the first chapter or two, mm-hmm. you know, and there he totally goes. Totally gets he, consumed. Consumed, just totally. I mean, how could you not, right? I mean, what an achievement for your wife. And I thought that that was just a really, a really good story, right? And, um, that's why I, t- I text you guys too when I read it. I was like, oh, I think I read it before both of you guys. I said Flash was real good. Right. Um, that was one of the last books I read, actually. It was Harvey yeah, Dent. Like, yeah. We got the Harvey Dent edition of One Bad Day. That's probably going to be right up there with public domain for me. Um, what do you guys think about that one? Are you guys That's getting right. it? It's Tamaki. Come on, dude. Gotta get it. I know, Tamaki. right? I know. I mean, I mean, you were, but you already screwed up. You didn't get the Riddler, so <laughs> I did. You know, oh, oh, I did. You, oh, you ended up getting it. Okay, cool. You just have to. Read. It's a, that's the Tom King one. I'd uh, definitely be getting uh, the one that day. I did see is coming. And the cover actually looks really badass too. It's cool. I mean, you know, on one side you can be kind of you know uh, pessimistic and be kind of negative and say, oh god, here's just another story that they're you know just another money grab. You know, like it does have nothing to do with continuity, but it's cool sometimes to get those uh, one-off stories. Because sometimes the one-off stories or the short stories, like we've always said, sometimes those, those are the way, best. way better than the 80-page, or I mean, sorry, the 80-issue uh, run that Tom King had. You know, there are certain points where like, what the hell is this? You know? Do it, Sean. To, go back to the home on the range, you know? <laughs> do it, man. That's the worst. Berserker, <laughs> guys, by Mr. Keanu Reeves is out as well. Um Yep. Uh, what is it? Number 10. The story also feels like it's been going on forever. It's kind of, it's not the best, but there's a way of keeping you entertained. I must say that. Um, if anyone's reading it, Blue Studios, Berserker, um, it had a lot of hype when it was coming out. I feel like the hype has died out a little bit and haven't seen Keanu Reeves, the man himself, trying to do much um i don't know i just don't really see him out there other than his name on the front of the book right um i don't know how much more involved he is or how more involved matt kent is i don't know the ins and outs of this book but i think it will be coming to an end here pretty soon um it's a fun one that i've been reading as well so that one comes out excited for that one see where that uh ultimately accumulates to and um not much for me this week as well um yeah, just the Flash and Zucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Have I you read guys... that one show. We'll go ahead, go Mark. Ahead. No, go ahead. I, I was just gonna give a rundown. I mean, I read the Olympus Rebirth, the one shot. It was kind of like it was a cool one-off story. I'm like, this is the week of like one-offs, right? Like the Flash annual is pretty cool. This one was like a combination of like a wonder. It was like we're in the world of Wonder Woman or Wonder Girl, but then it had like a God of War. If you're very familiar with the video game, like you know, 
a god of war story like where all the gods are actually like you know in their human form and it was, it was just pretty cool to see like from that point of view uh the wonder girl annual itself kind of pissed off that like i've only gotten like five or six issues in like a year and a half ever since um um not fear state but um what the hell was that um what was the what was the big event that they had they had all the different stories it was um oh uh, 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 uh. what the hell was it again I'm getting old, bro. It's not Fear State. It's, um... What the hell is it? Like, we got different books. Uh, City of Bane. No, it's no, not. It's no, 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 no. Exactly Remember, they had, they had a Harley Quinn. They had a... Green they changed they it. Had a, they, had a, they changed it for, like, a whole month or two. Or was it completely different? Like, Batman was the black kid. It was a, um... Remember? Hold on, bro. What the hell was it? <laughs> I don't remember time. it. Okay. I remember it. I Anyways. remember exactly. Anyways, since Wonder Girl made her first appearance, uh, Yara Floor, in that, uh era i've only got like five or six issues so to get a, an annual like oh cool here you go here's another freaking six bucks but like i haven't even really gotten a, f- a true story but i will say that the one-off story was really good and uh the last um the joneses kind of in that resistance um you know uh world the joneses five of five i read so i finished that story was, was really good issue two of blink from oni press number three comes out this week but that's uh it's a weird one but it's really cool and, Mark, I finally read the Superman War World Apocalypse to kind of end that arc. Another big one that I thoroughly enjoyed. So all those annuals and big, huge one-off stories that I'm paying another two or three, you know, dollars for. But they were all worth it. All good stories. Do you like Ram? Future um, State. Future State. Future State. Oh, the Scarecrow. It just came to me. No, yes. that was Fear State. Oh, that was Fear State. Future State. Right, I'm right, is it? Future State? Is, was that what it was? Future State, no, Batman. Fear State. And future, okay, anyways, go. <laughs> you got me confused as hell, no, Mr. Michael. No, no go, and, go and I'll uh, I'll, I'll, find, I'll figure it out. Go ahead. Um, what was I going to say? I lost the, my train po- of the, thought here. The, uh, the Superman. War World Apocalypse. Oh, War, uh, War World. Um, no, I don't think that's what I'm going to say. Oh, yeah, no, I was going to say, I, you haven't read Batman 127. I don't think Sean has either. But um, actually, I should probably ask you guys this question next but, I mean, is there, do you have a favorite right now? A favorite like, book? You, like Detective or Batman? The Ram V or the Zadarsky story for you right now? Mm, I don't the know. The Zadarsky story, it's, you got it's, that. It's, it's, a little early, it's a little early in both arcs to, exactly. to kind of give a full opinion. They're mm-hmm. both not the best, but they're still definitely worth getting, you know? That's why I said we'll get, yeah, we'll get back to that question. Um, it's raining over there somewhere, um, maybe mm-hmm. in Newark, but... Uh, <laughs> no, uh, anyway, <laughs> have you guys read the 007? Uh, that's on that list. So that was just, that was the same week that Batman came out, so that's for next week. I'm, I'm reading that. You read the first one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm second one. Find what the hell is freaking event Future called, State. Like, it was, fu- yeah, it was so Future it, State. Okay, so it is Future State. So it was Future State. Like Future State Gotham, when they pretty much mm-hmm. uh, uh, unveiled everything. Remember, Mark, this was like Future State. This was the event where you got like a couple, you know, um, a couple of different stories. And this was when Superman was going to leave Metropolis and go to Warworld. Remember? And the future state with um, with, with all the, uh, you know, in Gotham. Remember? Yeah. I got like the story? No, y- yes. Future state. Remember future state with the, uh, this is right before Scare- Scarecrow's arc happened. 
We were hella complaining, like, oh, they're going to change everything, start all over this and that. We are like, they had the all the flying yeah. drones, and, and they had the flying oh, drones, and all the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, that yeah. whole big event where, like, like, like everyone, like, you had to get, like, really? So I, I got, and I ended up still getting, like, six or seven stories, because Yara Floor was going to be the new Wonder Woman, or Wonder Girl, or whatever. So I had to get the future state Wonder Girl. Yeah, it just kind of felt like a money grab. It only lasted for month or two but it was like a weekly thing remember like yeah every week something came out that was three months bro something like that yeah that was was at the beginning of this year right end of this yeah or it was last year was it last year it was uh, i don't know anyways but yeah um i've enjoyed i've enjoyed the last ones that we were just on the tamaki mm -hmm. one i mean i really enjoyed that right i totally agree so uh you know i don't know and the tiny and I mean, I enjoyed oh, yeah, Tinyans exactly. and then Tamaki. I mean, those two runs, that, you know, side by side were really, really good. But yeah, I, like I said, that's a question I should ask you guys next week or even a month from now. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, 007, I've gotten past the second one. I like it. Um, the last okay. line, if you guys, I mean, if you, whatever you guys have yes, to talk sir, about. Yes, sir. Last line solid. That's Ooh. pretty much what, that's all I have left to talk about. Let's give a shout out to the last line. This is coming from you from a small indie. Well, not that small, but Aftershock Comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, written by Richard Dinick and uh, Jose Holder on the art, um, as well as Kelly Fitzpatrick and Dave Sharp on the colors and letters for you guys here. Um, pretty cool, man. It starts off basically. What do they call a uh, what? Um, someone that commits suicide on the tracks uh, with the, uh, the over under the under, yeah over under the over under yeah. yeah. yeah, what's the over under on under? this uh... yeah. <laughs> and then she was is this your first one under um right there's like another day for them they're like oh yeah yeah sure oh no somebody pushed them oh yeah yeah sure okay see you there can, can we pause for a second can i ask you guys something because sometimes i do it do you guys read in an english accent Oh, I always change my voice. I always change my <laughs> voice. I, the thing is, I don't make girl voices, though. I've actually talked, like, you know, you talk to yourself in your head because you're right. impersonating the voice in your head. But if it's a girl's, like, neutral, okay, like, regular conversation. But right. if it's, like, a certain so group if of ta- people. If you're talking about making voices and you're talking about English voices, you, I know you have to do it for the book that I just mentioned 30 seconds ago in Bond 007. Oh, oh gosh, sure. I always Especially do uh, Roger Craig. I'm always Roger Craig or uh, Pierce. Sean Connery. Oh, Sean Connery for sure. I love that. I love that. Classic. But no, uh, why would you, why are they, in, oh yeah, that's right. They're in, in London. That's right. He even says about mm-hmm. the, oh, I was laughing because he mentioned. The way they're talking too, they're small talking stuff. Oh yeah, it is. Hey, he you go, love. Got you a nice <laughs> cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> you know, something, you know, just something like that. Like I change it, but you're right too, Sean. Like I don't say like, if it's a girl, I, I don't say, here you go. Oh, that's a nice cup of tea. No, I, I definitely say it like in a regular <laughs> I, I like, you know, you voice like, in my head. Um, But like, or, or like if Batman's with Talia. You know, like if it's a League of Shadows, like I'll kind of change it up to like a kind of like an Arabic, like a Middle Eastern kind of uh, accent, something like that. You know, I want to see you doing it out loud. And yeah, just, I, like, I, I got to see this for and sure. And Danielle just walking in like, Michael, <laughs> who the hell are you talking to, Mike? <laughs> Maybe that'll oh, be honey, a, a, I'm just a, a practicing. Nice I'm practicing my Farsi. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. Or like, uh, what was it? The uh, the American one, the all American or whatever, oh, Russian accent. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. A Russian accent, yeah. 
but anyways, but no, but this was a good book. Um, definitely, I didn't see it taking a turn a third of the way. The, the, <laughs> the way turn it, did. That it did. Right? So you just thought it was going to be, oh, you know, some kind of conspiracy where everyone's in cahoots to kind of yeah. cover up this murder, you know, because the CCTV didn't have it, you know, in the footage. And all of a sudden, these guys, they tried to hunt down the guys who did it because they saw them on the, on the screen. And then all of a sudden, Dogs. oh, cool, they uh, turned into... Like alien dogs, like it's freaking wait, 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 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Secret of the Ooze. You the know? CCTV didn't have it, or was it being hidden? Because remember, she's right. trying to she's oh, yeah. trying to get the brother on her side to help her, like whatever, right. hack into the. Her story. brother's like, yeah, yeah, right. okay, so, whatever. So of course, later in the yeah. story, when you, so later in the story, when you come to realize that there's this, you know, this organization that kind of tries to cover it up, so you know, no one will go into a frenzy and, and chaos and panic and everything. They're probably the group you would assume that did that, right? Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, I just took a big left turn. It started literally like like murder mystery conspiracies. I think, mm-hmm. oh, this is cool, smooth. But once you started seeing, you know, these out-of-earth creatures, you see in the robot in the end, I'm like, okay, yeah, okay, so we're doing this. <laughs> Mr. Uh, the Hazard uh, brother and sister. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Tarn, I think, is, is the, the agent's name from MI6. And yeah, they tracked down the the guy, but they thought it was him. But I guess his species, they all look like that guy. So this is just kind oh, of oh yeah, like, there was a lot. Just yeah, the onion uh-huh. unfolding on this story is just like what the hell. And then and then you and then you read the Her Majesty's War Office letter, and yeah, and then then all, all hell breaks loose. Oh, and then why not in a story that you know you're reading, and all of a sudden there's aliens, there's this, this, and that. Oh, of course there's an, a robot butler that saves them. Of course there is. Mm-hmm. It's like a transformer looking too. Right, it looked like Bumblebee yeah. for a second. Yes, so, it did. I mean, I mean, it's it's just crazy. And then all Cherry of a sudden, on that, top. and then the 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 last page, it, you realize that is the the guy that they were working with the whole time, Tarn or whatever. Is he bad? You know, like it seems like because he points the gun, he has like the, he has the, the alien first blaster. one who wants to help is usually the bad guy, right? So I mean, they they track they track down the one of the two wolf, you know, characters, and um, yeah, it's pretty crazy. So I mean, uh, how how different did you? Reading like the first three, four pages, five pages, how different did you think the story was going to be? I personally didn't think <laughs> it, it should just stay on the thing. tracks. It should just stay the tracks it was on. It would have been cool. It would just been realistic, basically. I think oh, I had a lot of. Intended. I mean, and I definitely will get obviously, you know, the number two. It kind of worked at this point, but if it just stayed like on the tracks of kind of like yeah, like what Mike said, conspiracy. Everybody's maybe in cahoots. Mm-hmm. But, then but I mean, just... like, but I mean, like, how many different stories have we done? Like, you know, like, done, like, like a that. Seven, where everyone yeah, is, is human. Of there's course, es- there's espionage, there's spy stuff, but it's all humans. Why not throw a couple they alien dogs up a little bit in, in, a, in a robot butler? Why not? Mm. Se- secret organization made in like the 1860s. Why not? <laughs> and that was pretty cool, though. That page where you're like reading the old transcript, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the yeah. letter from right. the 1860s. I like when books that was pretty that, cool. You know? A right? little bit different, switch it up a little bit. But um, I will tell you that, like, of course, like the big reveal of like the story turning, and it's the whole page of just the dogs freaking pointing the guns. I was like, oh god, what is gonna happen? <laughs> it was cool. Though. It's gonna it get cool. turned into a movie. It's gonna get. It's gonna get a show. It was cool. <laughs> hey, How many yeah. times have we had this told to us about books or 
whatever, right? Um, Still waiting for Undiscovered Country and mm-hmm. Department of Truth. Is, Supposedly Scott Snyder was taking pictures in front of some studio and they were going to talk about making it a show and whatnot. Man, that's another one too, bro. Undiscovered Country is good, but man, that thing, whoo, that thing got a whole bunch of different tracks. <laughs> that thing is right. wild too, man. The number one question that I pose to the Comic Bookie co-hosts here tonight and tomorrow for everybody listening to this, um, tonight if you're live with us, thank you, but I would say my question for you is, is it pullable? Are you guys pulling it? This one? Yeah, it's a short story. If it was it was, if it was an ongoing story, I might give it a, an, another couple issues, but yeah, if it's just a four or five sure, six sorry. issue short story, why not? Sean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Mister Comic Bookie Mark will not be pulling the last line, ladies and gentlemen. But if you guys want to go check it out, it is by Aftershock Comics, number one. Richard Denick, Jose Holder. The last line. Two Comic Bookie co-hosts will be reviewing it for everybody that wants to check it out. But I will not be. Decent first issue, though. Don't get me twisted. Right. Okay. All right. Let's get into a little bit of the uh, the entertainment. Sean, House of Dragons, episode four, I think, was last Sunday episode. Oh, sorry. I have not watched four yet, actually. Oh, you haven't watched four? I oh. haven't. You know, I. Uh, so, te- so, you're t- so you're behind two then? I'm two behind, which isn't the worst thing because I was able to catch up on She Hulk. So it was actually kind of on purpose. Oh, okay. I cool. can well, then I do. I should probably do Miss Marvel and She Hulk then over the next couple weeks so we can talk about it. Yeah, they're hella okay. short episodes too. Like, they're actually really short. Not even like the first one's hella hell. I think the first one maybe mm-hmm. cracks 40 minutes at most, but isn't like one of those hour pluses. But yeah, dude, She Hulk episodes go by hella fast, bro. Okay, cool. All right, well then, yeah. no worries. You're in for a you're in for a crazy episode, kind of like, uh, like eye opening, and then some of the characters that come into their own and stuff and uh-huh. everything, like like more of what we saw in episode three, but um, a certain relationship between two characters kind of takes a funny turn. So, um, yeah, so, well, you, so you'll so you'll see that in the House of Dragons episode four. So, well, the good thing is we'll have something to talk about in the upcoming episode of House of Dragons, but we can talk about now because you did finally watch it. Is the boys? Oh my god, dude. Oh boy! So so would you take the serum if you knew you could just take it and it'll just temporarily affect you? Um, well, if if I knew that if I took four or five or six doses and it would kill me, then no, I wouldn't take it. No, no, definitely not. But bro, um, crazy. I mean, mean, what hero gasm? (laughs) That was bad. I I think I was a walking orgy, bro. (laughs) It was wild. I mean, I mean, it was crazy. I, I mean, call me a. Call me like a a perv or like a a freak, but like we've seen you know Game of Thrones episodes and other shows like that where they have like those kind of fat orgies and stuff where you just see a bunch of naked bodies, you know, like you've seen that before. But to, but to the extent of what some of the people were doing, and of course there are soups, they're supers. So you you see the guy with the you know <laughs> elephant tree trunk of a you know what. Uh, that's... <laughs> Dude, Mark, the episode, like, the boys has definitely put, put it over on any show from the things they sue, oh, say, God. and do, and to put it into, like, a hero setting, uh, show, it is freaking nuts, bro, like, yeah, yeah, Mark, I don't even know what Mark would say if he actually watched it, like, knowing how Mark is, definitely he would think, Enos freaking it is wild, that. bro, how the <laughs> raunchy, the things they say and do, like, it's just so off the wall, man, it, it, you finished it, Sean? 
Oh yeah, I finished it. Yeah, Mike oh, put me on it game. before me, and I just finished it last week. Bro, yeah, it's so. just like because the thing is, like, I think half you're watching it because like it actually is really good. Another half you're like, what's gonna happen next? Like, yeah, what's next? It isn't gonna surprise me. Isn't <laughs> oh, like dude. dark, raunchy? Like Mayans, where like kids are involved and family and. Like, nah, they don't. They don't do anything that like. Uh, I I know what you're saying. Like Mayan you know sons I mean? of Mayans anarchy, something like that's dude. crazy to do that. No, I think it's more of just like. There's you'll other... see somebody's head blow up. You'll see like some crazy stuff from that standpoint. Like gory, I guess maybe like the right word, but like, yeah, it's just like yeah. some of the content is is um, it's not like a Mayans or like an, a regular FX show because it's not a regular show. It's a show based in the, in the world where they're superheroes and you know actual superheroes and they're marketed and they're on their own team. They're like above pretty much everyone else in mm-hmm. the world. And, you know, they talk about their ratings. And, oh, if you do this, like, let's go ahead and, and set you guys up like, and do a fake relationship because it's good for your ratings. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we're up seven points. In, like, like politics, the, uh, bro. And, like, the yeah. African-American community because you just said this or you did that. It's so crazy how the show is uh, goes, right? Like, it's, oh, my God, I can't wait to, in the future, get, like, the collected edition of the boys' comic book and actually read it and mm-hmm. see, you know, like, how similar it is to the show. But I can't wait for the next season to come out. It's good. Oh, he definitely needs the next season for sure. Right, so three. three. Three, yeah. Three. three so far on Amazon Prime Video. Um, like Only eight episodes per season, so it's not like a whole, you know, 12, 18, 20-something episode season. It's, it's you know, you can knock out a whole season in two weekends. Like, if you dedicate, you know, you know, like on a Saturday, Sunday, you can probably whoa, get out of whoa, whoa, like three whoa, weekends. The Biden yes. me. Whoa. Oh, yeah, whoa, yeah. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, speak for yourself. Yeah, that might be one a weekend, man. Sunday's gonna be kind of hard to squeak it in, man. All that football. For a weekend, oh, you're right. So I'm definitely. <laughs> yeah, so, it is good though. I vouch for it. I know Mike likes it too, and I it's solid, bro. I've heard nothing but good things about it, guys. So I mean, I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. So I mean, and then uh, and then another show. Uh, me and Danielle caught up on the other two episodes of the, the the Rings of Power, the Lord of the Rings show. Again, pretty good. It's it's slow. It's definitely not as good as anything like House of Dragons or The Boys or anything that I'm watching right now. It's not like nowhere near as good as like The Hobbit or the Lord of the Rings movies. But I mean, it definitely paints a picture and it kind of you know leads up to what we can hope. I mean, because there's Easter eggs of what oh you know like we just met. Isildur, you know, he's the guy who chopped off Sauron's hand, takes the ring into the into Mount Doom, and then Elrond's like, throw it into the fire, remember? Remember Sean? Throw it in, throw it in, like, destroy it. And he's mm-hmm. like, no. And he's like, no. So we meet him for the first time as, like, a young lad. So, good, but not the best, I would say. And then finally, I just realized, like, oh, like, right after I finished The Boys, I was like, oh, shit, like, that's right, Pennyworth. They uh, anywhere H- another season, right? HBO bought it from Epics, so I don't have to like you know get Epics for like a thirty day free trial and try to binge watch a whole season. That's what I did for the first season. So that so seasons one and two are on uh, HBO Max now, and they're developing season three right now. Nice. Can, that's an HBO Max, um, you know, exclusive or whatever. So, but that show, unbelievable. I watched the first five episodes so far because I, I did work from home <laughs> this week, so I, I was. You know, definitely advantageous for me to read a couple books, you know, when I had a little bit of a break and watch some shows. But 
definitely a good uh, story. Uh, Mark or other fans, if you don't know, are not familiar with Pennyworth. It's pretty much set in like right post World War II, like in the fifties, sixties in England, and it's basically um, young Alfred Pennyworth and how he comes up. Uh, the story of Batman's Butler. So pretty crazy, pretty good story. Um, you know, just an overall good show. And I would recommend that to anybody who's you know a fan of any kind of comic books, especially. Uh, people who are in the world of Batman, kind of consuming all that stuff. So, definitely good. Anything else in the news and entertainment, guys? Uh, uh, is uh, Keanu Reeves? It's uh, Gully. He's gonna be in Constantine too, right? Oh, I think so. I think that's yeah, pretty cool. That. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, why yeah, he yeah. hasn't been promoting Berserker. That's the why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, he's making like John Wick fourteen right now too. So, I mean, oh, okay. fourteen or fifteen? I'm not sure. Something, which one it something is. like that. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say, because um, my wife was watching it earlier tonight, but I guess Disney Plus did its first like live event today. They uh, live-streamed um, Dancing with the Stars, the first episode of the new season. So you could actually watch it live as if you were on like YouTube TV or your Xfinity you know, uh, cable. So that's, yeah, I mean, I think- you know what's crazy? I was actually thinking about that the other day since we get into streaming wars and stuff sometimes. But last right. week, they unveiled the new Mustang. And it's like, I'm looking and looking and I'm like, okay, how am I going to find the whatever? I, I mean, I kept seeing, obviously, I follow Ford and Mustang and NASCAR drivers and organizations. So I would know, right? But I'm going on YouTube first to try to find the unveilment of the new 2024 Mustang. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that it wasn't on YouTube. But the easiest place to find it for me was on Twitter. It's like I just went to the four. Twitter is solid, bro. Twitter is right there. And I, you know, I plugged it into the adapter for my, you know, I had it on my iPad. I plug it into the adapter and stream it on my, um, on my big screen, right? My flat screen. And I was like, dude, like this is pretty crazy the way that it's like watching regular TV, but people are chiming in. The chat's going on at the bottom. It's kind of like Mm -hmm. us doing this right now, right? But obviously Ford unveiling a Mustang on a much huger scale, right? And I just thought, I was like, it's like that has to be like almost like the future, right? Just for especially for these companies, like why not? Especially with Dancing with the Stars, why not? You're over here. People love the show. People love to give live reactions, right? It's about like live takes, live reactions. And you can literally like interact with the show right then and there. And I just I just think after you saying that, me thinking of having my thought last week, I just think that's a pretty damn good idea, honestly. Right. I mean, there's aspects of that in The Boys, too. Sean, like, you see Starlight and a couple of the other heroes, like, when they try to go against the, the corporations they work for, sometimes they'll show them go live on their smartphones, and it'll be like... Oh, know, yeah, Starlight does. Or, like, millions of viewers, and those, all the hearts, all the comments going on the, on this side, and then they unveil a secret about the company that kind of, you know, puts them in a negative Dude, light. Starlight so, was leaking that, bro, and... Right. <laughs> so, so, pretty cool in that aspect as well. So, um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it for the comics and entertainment. I hope you all enjoyed, um, as we take a little, we're not gonna take a little break. I'll just, uh, you know, kind of sidebar this and say, we are the comic bookies podcast. Thank you so much for watching live on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. Thank you so much for listening and supporting. Um, we, you can listen to us or you can watch us live every single Monday night, right after the, uh, Monday night football, right at the, like, we, this is the first live podcast, I think in the world. We get live reactions of the previous week in NFL going into the next week. Um, find us on all social media on IG, Twitter, and Facebook at the Comic Bookies. 
You can email us, thecommonbookies at gmail.com. Uh, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Common Bookies. And, uh, yeah, so moving forward, let's go into sports. Uh, Sean, NFL, week two. Uh, I thought I thought the weekend was gonna go fine for me. Like for me personally, it's like Saturday came and went. You know, USC dominated Fresno State at home with their home opener. Uh, Kyle Larson he finished top five at the night race in Bristol. Like yes, all three sir. of our dri- all three of our drivers move on to the round of twelve uh, going into Texas this week. The Raiders are up twenty to zero. Niners are up twenty to zero at halftime of both those games, and then like everything, like just withers away like i i mean i i know it's only week two crazier things have happened but like mark even said like 10 percent of teams you know that go zero and two make the playoffs it's like and then and then with the schedule that we have and the division like, yeah, like yeah. we needed to go one and one or two and oh through these first two games and it was just an all-time epic meltdown for that team all time it's funny how sports goes like that, bro, because it seems like when one thing happens, it just snowballs. I mean, the best thing of the weekend was, I mean, yeah, Niners won. That was cool. We'll get to the bad part in a second. NASCAR, all of our drivers get to the next round. All good. But, yeah, Raiders, 20 nothing. You're going to beat Arizona, help my division out, and then it just snowballed. Trey broke his ankle. Uh, right. Just feel terrible, terrible, terrible for the kid. Just the human side of it. Like, dude, that's a freaking kid, bro. Like, yeah. This I guy. just saw that he broke his fibula too. It was two different, two yeah. different surgeries, two different injuries. It's crazy. Yeah, two injuries. The only good thing is they said it wasn't compound. They said you know just a typical speedy recovery. Hopefully back for next year. Now right. keeping Jimmy, which we didn't even want to do, ended up being the biggest blessing in disguise. I mean, what Colin Cowherd said, I think unfortunately might be the truest thing. We actually might be a better team because of that injury yeah, right now. You are. You know, yeah. Because the thing at the end of the day, you know, I think. Jimmy's still just a better ready NFL quarterback at this moment than Trey Lance. So he's selected he in my he wording here. System. He knows the guys he's <laughs> yeah. playing with, and, and the, they'll probably get Kittle back next week or the week after that. So, so you it's, know, and the thing is, I mean, we're a Super Bowl team right now. Like, our roster, we are built to win right now. So, I mean, if that's what, if that's what it is, if that's the way the cards are dealt, then so freaking be it. For the Raiders, you guys, uh, you know, you guys might be able to say it better than I do because at the end of the day, it's probably just slowly the Cardinals just chipping away, chipping away. Right, and then with all this analytic bullshit, you know, they say like, oh, we're going to go for two because this percentage. I was like, get, get the nerds out of there and just let them play some football. Like, you should kick a field goal here or take an extra point instead of a two-point conversion. And all of a sudden, that those analytics, they ended up working out because yeah, obviously the Cardinals knew the Raiders couldn't stop them. So they made it you know, a two-possession game by that, in, yeah. Instead of doing like a field goal and like and then a touchdown, two touchdowns, you boom, easy, two touchdowns, two two-point conversions, and boom, that was so so easy. So the key of that um, game, bro, was that Max Crosby when he he, he oh. had him tackled. I mean, the game was over. And he just found a way, and like I, it sucks. It came at that expense. It's not just like oh, now it's saying that because I actually hate. I don't care nothing about Tom Murray, right. but I will say what he did yesterday. Like okay, that boy is pretty damn good. That throw to AJ Green, all right, right, that boy pretty damn good. Like I've never given that boy props. I never have. I've always had that one thing. For, and that, that's just what he did to the A's. You guys are my best friends, and. That was shady, but it's just like, I've always had that thing. I just don't know how good this kid really is, but mm-hmm. sometimes it's just one game that you're just like, damn, this guy just said, get on my back. Let's go. He throws, and, a, he throws a better ball than your boy Jalen Hurts. 
And you know what? I'm, I'm, uh, you know, that's you know what? Debate. And those are two players I was watching that Philly game today. A couple games I want to get into in a little bit also. One that was played last Thursday night and another injury that we can get to. But I give props to Jalen Hurts for one. You know, coming out of Alabama, the man, if you will. I mean, I guess any quarterback. that Give him the timeline, Mark. Give him the timeline, Mark. Any quarterback that goes to Alabama, right, supposed to probably be the man, right? You're, you know, I guess that's going to be hovering around you, over your head. Then he becomes what, like a fifth year senior and he hits Oklahoma. He was never really that man at Oklahoma. I mean, at Alabama, obviously Alabama, not always known for having great quarterbacks. Bryce Young, believe it or not, last year, you guys was the first Alabama quarterback ever when I mm-hmm. which is unbelievable, right? You would think that. Another stat on Alabama, so I'm, I'm getting kind of off topic here, but I have to say this. Alabama has been ranked. Alabama has been ranked number one at least one point in the season ever since, or for the last 15 years. You might never, you'll never see that in your lifetime. Nick Saban. Number one at least one time at any point in the season for the last 15 years. That's remarkable. Anyway, mm-hmm. back to Jalen Hurts. Dude. Guy ended up transferring to Oklahoma, had a pretty good season there, right? Gets into, you know, and how you say you never believed in Kyler. I never really believed in uh, Jalen Hurts. Yeah. I'm seeing him kind of grow in front of me, gaining a little bit more poise. I like this coach that he's got now. I like the weapons with another, you know, alum from um, Alabama and obviously Devontae Smith, another Heisman winner there. But I, I'd say, dude, um, I'd just... Um, I'd say that, um, yeah, just uh, Jalen Hurts, man, props to him because I didn't have faith in him. And Kyler Murray, dude, the guy for his height, I give him props because you can't see over the line as much. You're kind of challenged vertically, but the dude makes up for it in speed, arm strength, and just, you know, um, the gut, I guess, right? You know, mm-hmm. the, willing, the willingness to put the team on his back. So you can't handicap Hart. He played with a lot of hard <laughs> wheel his team back yesterday and obviously that's why i got this damn arizona this logo behind me guys but. he's the quickest quarterback i've seen in a while that first two steps to just get away i mean he just gets away from anybody he is hella quick like that's his thing you got like Jalen, i think even trey josh allen they have that like four or five steps and you know that speed gets up two steps for kyler and that boy is gone he is hella quick yeah, I don't like know, that. man. I, I can't remember if it was, a, it was if it was a two-point conversion or if it was a touchdown when he was just like, it, it, it was a freaking circus out there. Like a Madden game, and all of a sudden... The full ran 84 yards on that play, the two-point... 84 yards, just, just evading everybody, just... <laughs> and, and I'll admit, um, Cliff Kingsbury needed that game, probably more than uh, McDaniels, right? Uh, I think Cliff Kingsbury would have really been on the on the damn hot seat if uh, they would have gone 0-2. Uh, I mentioned this stat uh, last night, I think, to one of you, uh, Mike, maybe. Um, what did I say? It was teams that started 0-2. Like 10%? No, Yeah, like 10%, right? I think nah, only not 40... AFC West this year. Yeah, dude. Teams that have started since the merger are only 10%. Oh, that teams that have st- I think only 40 or 50 teams. Uh, out of 2,000-something, whatever, have made 
um, the playoffs, playoffs after starting to zero and two. So not looking good for the Raiders right now. Um, tough schedule coming up before their bye as well. Uh, but also with a hard division in the a- a- NFC West as well. I think Kingsbury, Murray, and the Cardinals needed that. Imagine when they gets Hopkins back. Um, that'd be pretty good, dude. You know? <laughs> well, I will go ahead and go opposite of you, Mark. Um, to, to end the the rant about this game, I'm gonna give not as much credit to Kyler Murray. That game shouldn't have been what it was. It shouldn't have been the Kyler Murray show. It shouldn't have been in a, in a situation to where he's only there. down with 16 points. You know, you get one more field goal, you only get one field goal, three points in the whole second half and in overtime, and then you know, too many mistakes. Couple of defensive holding penalties that that prolong drives. You know, you make horrible, stupid ass decisions on offense. Just run, 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 punt, run. They they went into prevent offense at halftime. I they made z- zero zero uh, halftime adjustments and just to step on the throat and keep it the throat, you know, foot on the throat and just you know go full throttle. Nothing happened there. Uh, no trick plays. I mean, two catches for for um, Devonte Adams. He was t- completely shut down. I just don't know if he just didn't look his way. He went plenty to, to Hunter Renfro, and then I forgot his name. Starts with an H, I think. Collins. Uh, yeah, number 10. He played fine. Uh, Waller had a few good uh, catches across the middle. But, I mean, if you ran the ball a couple times in that overtime right there and just to put yourself in a, um, you know, in the field goal, because you were, like, what, five yards away from, from Carlson's, he, he'd been nails. But you decided to throw on two out of three I was plays. Just, you then, took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say, he's nailed. He hasn't missed a kick in like two years. 27, 27 Some, kicks or something. Something straight. like that. But then, but then Renfro, need, you know, I mean, yeah, it's that's horrible. I feel kind of bad, you know. Two, two straight plays, Fuck. two out of three plays where he freaking uh, fumbles yes. the ball. But, I mean, like, you should never have been in that situation. Yeah. Never. You got so many chances in the second half to oh. at least – Chew clock or just get another field goal. You know, never should have been in that just situation. I quit plays. Never. You literally said the right thing, Mike, because I've seen the Niners do it, and it's just I quit plays. I, I go crazy. Second half, why do we change the way we play? Right. There was like a drive I seen for the Raiders. It was two runs. Didn't even look at Devontae. Just roll out to the right. Blitz came from the right. Threw right in the dirt. I'm like, <laughs> I remember their. I remember their. I remember their Ooh. fifth drive. Their fifth drive started inside the five because it was a good punt, I believe, by their punter. They ended up punting that drive, but they showed it was like, look at this start by the Las Vegas Raiders. It was it was like touchdown, field goal, field goal, touchdown. It was like their first four drive they, drives they got points. Dude. Where the hell? Uh, just unbelievable. I, I, I'm not giving as much credit to the Cardinals. They should be 0-2. They like, should be 1-1. It was it, embarrassing. It all comes down to three points in the second half. Like I said, Terrible. you just score you score one more field goal in the second half, two field goals in the second half, you're not even in that position, right? But yeah, dude, it's just uh it's ridiculous, dude. But Anyways. congratulations, what other games? Herbert, uh he's hurt. It doesn't look to seem as be as serious. They take the loss last Thursday night. I never heard of rib cartilage. No, that that boy that. that boy cracked some ribs with the right, hell rib that's, cartilage. that's some cute little lingual. No, you cracked some ribs, boy. Come on. I don't now. care how the injury. Herbert I don't care. Like oh, hockey bro. is always like a lower body injury. Or I don't care. Injury. What is it? Broken ribs? Is it a broken wrist? Is it a concussion? What is it? Upper body injury? The hell? I don't care how cute the lingo is. I'm scared as hell if I'm Herbert because you got that same doctor that hit Tyrod <gasps> Taylor's freaking. What was oh, it? <laughs> that wasn't by accident. Oh my yeah. god, dude. dude! Herbert though, bro, it's not a gutty performance, bro. I know. I think you guys watched that game, right? 
I watched it was most that, of it, yeah. It was that third down where he couldn't even, like, go for a wide-open first down. Oh, he tossed God. it. But the next play, he just freaking hits a P-rod over the middle. Let and us what know, a game. Let us know in the chat, in the comments, who, uh, if you guys liked Amazon Prime Thursday Night Football oh. with Al and Herb Street. Loved it. People, Seemed pretty good to me. People, people, were on, people were on Twitter, and they were like, oh, it's hella, like, pixelating for me. I was like, well, your internet sucks, because my, my shit was... Chef's kiss, beautiful. It was good. It was good. I was playing. I seen a bunch of memes that they were showing, like, oh, what people back in the day who had cable boxes are doing right now with Amazon Prime, and they're freaking like <laughs> looking at maps upside down and stuff like that. It's, it's not hard. No, it, it, turn yeah. turn your TV, click on the app, and then boom, app, it was the first, first thing, thing there. It was, first it was click enter. You didn't have to do even left, right, yeah. up, down, nothing. Just click enter. Watch now. Now live. There's that football. Everyone knows that eighty. 80- to 90% of people who are on Amazon Prime Video from 5.20 until 9 o'clock were watching that game. This Before we do give the shout-outs for the contest this week, it's who were the three game winners. The team I got to give some props to this week are those Jacksonville Jaguars. I know we've been huge on how Doug Peterson is going to help the development of Lawrence and just seeing the way that defense literally manhandled the Colts. Man, it... I love seeing a team like that, bro. A young team, ETN, that backfield, Christian Kirk, knocking all the haters who said he didn't deserve those $80 million. Dude, he's killing it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's just it's good to see a team like that. Not just, oh, getting those moral victories where we're getting a better team. No, they're they're winning games. They're playing good. So quick shout out to Jacksonville, man. Keep grinding because I, I really like what they're doing over there. Right. I mean, and then, yeah, Trevor Lawrence played well, 25 of 30. You know, a, mod- a modest two thirty-five, two touchdowns, but yeah, he didn't need to do much because Matt Ryan and the Colts had zero answers down there in Florida. Hey, um, and there our boy I Dan th- Campbell, Detroit this baby. Is, this is why it's so important for not just you co-hosts to listen to me on the damn preview uh, two thousand two preview show, but for fans as well. What did I say, guys? Just tell me. What did I say? Tell me. I don't, let me know, hear. I don't know, Mark. Let's concentrate what on did one I thing say? you said right instead of the twelve. What did I say? Wrong. Go ahead. What did I- how, how, okay. Everyone was up on the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> well, I'm I'm still up on them. I'm still it's up on them. Yeah, I'm two still games. up on them. Okay. Remember, remember, they got remember who lost out. in Jacksonville last year too. Buffalo also lost in Jacksonville, and they also went to the AFC. I think conference championship. There's a reason why Atlanta. The Tennessee has Titans performed. are also zero two. Also, there's so a reason that. why Atlanta has performed to me early in the season way better. In the Colts, and that's why they got rid of that statue, which is Matt Ryan. I'm telling you, Matt Ryan is done. You are not going to win with him. I'm sorry. You hear it here first. I said it in the preview show. I said how I like Jacksonville going forward. I wouldn't expect Jacksonville to kind of be putting this type of performance so early on. The do you season. think the way, Do you think Indianapolis going to win the division? Um, no. Who do you, who do you think going to win the division? I don't. You think Houston not, is? You think Jacksonville uh, is? I think Tennessee? Jacksonville has you think Tennessee a, is? You think Jacksonville has a better you think Jacksonville has a better chance than Indianapolis? And if they are, then I actually, I actually you know, hope you're right. But I just can't say Jacksonville's gonna win the division. <laughs> it ain't just gonna happen. I hope you're right though. Actually, this is one of those times, weird times I'm like, I actually hope you prove me wrong. Because Indianapolis like, is gonna win the division. Like, they look like complete dog shit. They're only a half a game out of the division. They're oh yeah. one and one, you know, like no one's two and oh in that division. Yeah, I want someone to prove me wrong in that division because it's just like I still have that Jacksonville's gonna still have some. And this is why and this is why I'm gonna tell you the Colts aren't gonna win that division. Did you hear anybody preseason 
before the season started, did you hear any of these talking heads, other than your boy, yours truly, Comic Bookie Mark, here on this podcast, say that they like anybody else other than the Colts? Everybody, Colts are going to win the division. Colts. I probably did say it. I probably did, because I probably fell into the trap. But I did not like Matt Ryan. I've just been telling you this. Oh, I mean... Remember how they started the season last year? I forgot who they played first game last season. I think they scored like three or ten. It was crazy. They barely couldn't do anything offensively. Open the season at home. Did I watch that game? Matt Ryan took some cash out of my pocket, donated it to freaking good offshore books. You know what? I looked at that game. I said, that's all I had to see enough that's from Matt Ryan. That's it. And then he gets traded. He's got all this hype going into Frank Wright's team and da 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 da. And you got freaking uh, Jonathan Taylor and you got Ngakwe now with Gus Bradley and whoopie whoopie doo wop. But dude, you need a leader of a team. <laughs> and I'm sorry, Mr. Boston College, Matt Ryan is not DC's the DC's finest. I'm sorry. Hold on. Didn't you pick the Colts to win the division? I, like I said, I might. Yeah, I probably I think you did. Because I picked Tennessee and you. So do you, you want? Do you want to change yours? You can officially change yours if you want. Do you want to change you know it from what? the? Clubs? I'm not gonna officially change it. You know why? Because I need to look at the schedule. Let me look at the schedule. Oh, okay. They're in the, the AFC schedule. South. I'm I don't sure what schedule they have. It's I still AFC am South. Them. I'm pretty I'm sure it's one of the easiest schedules. Well, let's I, talk about it. Let's talk about it, guys. The Texans. You mentioned them. How impressive yeah. have they been? Uh, Are they, they a fluke? No, they're they're fluke. They're fluke. They're fluke. They won more than they won more than seven games. They won't win more than seven games. They won't. Davis Mills ain't going to win more than seven games. And it's another one. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. But you know what? You're not going to convince me today. Jacksonville, they won't win more than seven games. I hope you're right. But it probably ain't going to happen. They're going to have some good moral victories. And they're going to have a victory like last week. They also beat the Bills last year at home. And they still, what, won? Four games? Three games? They're going to have some games like that. The Jets won. They shouldn't have won. The Jets suck. Cowboys shouldn't have beat the Bengals either, but that happened. But you at least look at the Dallas Cowboys and actually have a great defense. They at least have something on that team that you could be like, Cooper Rush don't lose the game. And you're telling me Jacksonville doesn't? Jacksonville's hella young, bro. They're they're hella young, bro. At the end of the day, they're so freaking young on that team. You know the upgrade of going from college to pros. It ain't just on the number one. The number one overall pick in basketball could be a damn good player. The number one overall pick in college fo- or football doesn't mean he's going to be a superstar. You've learned that. We've learned that. I feel like I feel like one of the teams in the South and one of the teams in the East should have been switched out. I like okay for, I feel like Indianapolis Colts should be AFC East, and then like they should have dropped Miami or something. Into uh, I don't Miami. Yeah, Miami be leading the division there for sure. That I feel bad for fun. Miami. That would have been fun to see like the two Florida teams going at. It, right? yeah. I, mean, I, I think so. Yeah. Uh, you want to get into week three? I mean, there's other you know other games to kind of highlight from the from last week. How about the couple backdoor covers by Atlanta and uh, Atlanta, bro? That block freaking Miami losing me in the contest. But then again, a backdoor cover by the Cardinals gave me a win in the super contest. So you know how how about the Lions? Go back, listen to the preview show. What did I tell you? How who did they pick up? They picked up. Um, I forgot who the who the Lions picked up. I'm gonna look it up. Actually, I know they got de- not enough to win the division. They're still they a picked, third place they, team. Oh, but but they've been. In, I'm not. I don't care. Okay, you gotta talk progression here. I'm not saying these guys are Super Bowl bound. I'm just saying. Speaking this. I mean, speaking from like what a handicapping purpose and like gambling purpose. Like you see progression in the team. This is stuff that I'm looking for. But I'm trying to make my picks. I, th- I think you for know what I mean, it's I'm not saying these dudes are like 
the Messiah now. I'm just saying, like, like, I, like. But they haven't made. They've never won a Super Bowl. They haven't made the playoffs in like fucking god all you know, fifteen, twenty, thirty years. Of they have, they're one and one. Of course, that's improving. I just anything, want, anything they do is improving. Yeah. I just want to see how they start doing against these good teams, though, in the middle of the season, once everyone's rolling. Because everyone I know is biting that bait. Everyone's biting that bait. Ooh, they only lost versus one score versus Philly at home on a season opener. Well, you know, there's a couple intangibles there. Some people don't play preseason. Have them go on the road. I'm with you, though. I do like uh, Detroit. I think they'll be better. They'll be better. I'm rooting rooting for them. them. Yes. But But it's another team I'm going to also... Control I mean, a little bit or they go I'd be, to Minnesota I'd, after the ass whooping that Minnesota just took. I don't know. I don't know. That might I'd be a, F is grass. Right. <laughs> I'd be rooting for them more if their ass is freaking um I'd be rooting for them more if Chris Gratz got his ass and made his pigs on the damn <laughs> pod, on the damn podcast <laughs> super mini contest. Hey, he'd have won if he took the Lions, bro. Oh, Shoot. man. Speaking of that, let's, before we get into week three, uh, let's keep you updated on the super, the TCB super contest. Your co-host right here, one of your three hosts, Marcus Fagundes, is by himself in first place out of 55 people, six and two. So, good job, Mark. If I, could, if, I could, if I could do the gritty or whatever these kids are doing these days, I'd <laughs> Dude, do not do don't do it, Jaseki Gritty. <laughs> that made every dad proud. <laughs> right. The dude on Miami, that shit was hella funny. Uh, I, sure have... as hell I sure as hell ain't going to do what the college kids are doing in the AD. In the AD? Oh, I ain't doing the AD, bro. There's, uh, there are, let me see. We have one, two, three, four, five people with five wins, and then we have three people with four wins and like everybody else has like either three or less wins. Right. So I have only two wins. I went over last week, but I went two and two this week. Um, I think I'm at four, three or four. My, my, I think I'm at I think so. Sean, I'm at Sean, three you four. have three. Sean, okay, you have three. Oh, that's fine. So three, so three. So we're, uh, you know, well, we're moving along. Arm length. Hopefully, hopefully more people actually, you know, that was a good call in your, your end mark about people actually making their picks. 25 people out of 55. They make their picks this week. So hopefully they, uh, you know, they get that reminder. Hopefully they get the little ping on their email this week and they actually make their picks. But Aiden, H- Aiden Hutchinson and Jamison Williams, the defensive the end out of Michigan and the wide receiver out of Alabama, were the two uh, first round picks. Hey, this is they did, they That's what homies. I'm saying. And I said that in the preview show. I said, watch out for the Lions. Like I'm saying, they're not going to be world beaters. St. Brown kid, man. But, yeah. bro, the split. Amon Ross St. Brown is the St. Truth. That boy, dude, he's breaking NFL records. Like, he is. The spread is the great equalizer, guys. You got to play numbers. Quit playing teams. All right. Pay attention. Anyways, on Prime Video this week, we have the Steelers and the Browns. And then yeah. going down the list right now, uh, our Raiders are in Tennessee, 73 Raiders. degrees and sunny right now. I don't have a line. I don't think uh, many games have a line. Um, I've seen Raiders minus Sean, two to start Sean, off. you're going to be in Denver, actually physically at the yes. game for Sunday Night Football. And a nice, sunny 77 degrees at kickoff. Beautiful. Yeah, bro. I've seen, uh, I've been keeping the track of the forecast. And yeah, we get in Saturday, crack of dawn. I have all of Saturday. I have a, man, a, not itinerary, but just a bunch of places we're going to go check out between the breweries. That's itinerary. That's fine. You can say itinerary and still be a man. That's fine. You don't have to still say it's not an itinerary, but you know, we have a set schedule of places we want to be. Ain't no set schedule. Here. Hey, but- <laughs> 
It's yeah, okay. No, no, no schedule, but we definitely have some places uh, on the bucket list to go I check love, out. I, I love itineraries. I'm not gonna lie, I love itineraries for certain things. I do, but like uh, <laughs> going to it, yeah, you know, it's not for this. <laughs> yeah, you know, because then it's a place that I'm. I'm guessing you've never been there, so you might yes. have a you might have a you know list of ten places, and then you get to the first place and you're like, man, this is really fun, and you end up only going to like two places instead yeah. of all ten. So you never know. You just kind of go with the flow, but at least you have. A list of things you want to do. Oh, yeah, for sure. But that'd be fun. And then, yeah, game is Sunday night. So, really excited for that. And just hopefully it works out good. Early one point favorite, I'm seeing over under at 46. So, what's the the spread if uh, Trey was a quarterback? Plus three, plus four, plus two. I don't think it would be that big of a difference. I think it might might have been a pick 'em. Yeah. Difference about a point. Give or take. Maybe a point and a half. Uh, Monday Night Football, Cowboys at the 2-0 Giants right now. Giants a 2.5 point favorite? I don't know about that. <laughs> like, are the Giants, how, how, you know, I don't know. Mark, are you taking the 2.5 this week? Or are you going to take the plus 2.5 like you did, you actually did this week? Hmm. You know, do I, do I get <laughs> FOMO and try to get the money back that I lost on them <laughs> this week? Right. Pissed. I would have been four and zero, but I switched it up. I but I bit into the line movement, the overnight mm-hmm. move. I bit into uh, you know Baker being zero and one, trying oh, to. God. And I also bit into maybe New York Giants not being as believable as obviously that we all think they are, right? Because mm-hmm. that Tennessee team, they are kind of who we've been thinking they were. They were. Having, I mean, how crazy is this Tennessee team, dude? If you can sack Burrow how many times last year in the playoffs, they still win, and now this turnaround is just—I mean, it's crazy. All it takes is losing AJ Brown, bro. Ball from grace, ball from right. grace, right? Jeez. Let's um, see some of these good games. I think I see Bills at Dolphins. That's two, two, game two of the week. Of, yep, that's probably the game of the week because you know Buffalo. It's not. You know, nice, breezy, cold Buffalo yet. Right now, they're going the hot, humid, 86 degrees and thunderstorms down there in Miami this weekend. Six so. touchdown Tua. Right, so, so, we'll, so we'll see. You never know. Oh, um, God. The Colts got to play the Chiefs this week. Ooh. I don't know, Whoa. Mark. That's, yeah, a, that's a trap. I, trap. I, if, if you can get at least a touchdown, you wouldn't be thinking about picking the Colts. I'd be thinking about it, but I'm not thinking that, that that touchdown ain't going to help the Colts go one away. and two or Just whatever it is, one, one and one. Stay away, stay away. Are the Bengals actually going to get their first yes, win yes, visiting yes, the Jets? Yes. Oh, a win? Yes, they don't win the football game. Is this this lock of the week? You're only getting Cincinnati minus four and a half. I mean, oh, they're going to win the football Super game. Super Bowl <laughs> team last year, you have to. You have to have take this bounce back game this week. The thing that's been tough with them, bro, just real, real quick too, is them being 0-2 Super Bowl hangover is they in some weird way, I think, overachieved a little bit last year. I mean, getting to the Super Bowl. And they're just I, I so agree. young. They're so young, so they still have to remember to be professionals. And they develop that skill, develop consistency, because it's not just like, oh, we got to the Super Bowl ring, get there every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Burrow, bro, you've been sacked like 14 times this year already. Like, yeah, I ain't right. playing good football. So it's just, mm-hmm. I ain't be able to just kind of take a step back. You still got to work hard. I'm not saying don't work hard, but just, you know what I'm saying? Just kind of, mm-hmm. yeah, because right now they're. <laughs> Buccaneers are 2-0. and They had a little bit of a scare down in New Orleans, but they uh, but they take the win. They actually cover, uh, too. I think, Sean, you had the Buccaneers uh, this past week. So, I did. Uh, an early two-and-a-half point favorite at home against the Packers. I'm, I, I told Mark this earlier today. 
and my brother Sean, if me, if us three were, were wide receivers for the Packers, they'd be just fine. With that, with that ground game and Aaron Rodgers still being Aaron Rodgers, bro. I mean, that, come on, that's so throw us open, that's bro. An easy division favorite, bro. Like with how he played last night and then tonight, how bad Cousins played. I have zero confidence in Minnesota taking the division this year. Yeah. It is going to be hot and humid, 90 degrees and humid down there in, in Tampa Bay. So uh, going to be a good game. Um, yeah, I don't know. Really, really, um, you know, thoughts on that game? I don't really have any, but is there any other games you guys want to talk about in week three, three leading up to the game? Something that you may look at to pick in the contest. What is the spread for that Buffalo game? Uh, I don't think it has anything right now. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. have a spread yet, at least on ESPN.com. And we're sure looking. You can find it somewhere, somewhere else. Well, I'm going to be peeking at that just for, I think, just entertainment purposes. Like, every week outside, like, the betting and stuff. There's always, like, one game I try to, even if we don't get it, like, on our TV. Hopefully, mm-hmm. it obviously comes up on Red Zone or we do get the game. But that's just one game, man. Especially with what Miami did last week. Like, I knew Miami had the potential of having a little bit of that high-powered offense. But to kind of get it going this early in the season... And for Buffalo to just be doing what we've all kind of thought they'd be doing, like, that division isn't going to be that easy for Buffalo. I'll tell you that much, man, because Miami, like, they're good. Like, they're really good. So, right. we'll see, man. It's going to yeah. shoot out. Yeah. Miami is Miami's a fun team to watch, and I kind of got to hand it to, um, what's his name? Ross, Stephen Ross, the owner, I believe, and going out and, Making that big decision to fire Flores and pick up this guy, uh, is it McDaniels? McDaniels, man. Yeah. What I'm saying, it's weird. The Niners and the Raiders coach are both named McDaniels, which is kind of odd to me. But and they trade for Tyler. Huh? <laughs> there it is. I know, former Niners coach. Hey, that trade for Tyreek, man, that was the one. A lot of capital and everyone's like, yeah. Dude, Tyreek, I mean, yeah. another reason why, despite any negative thing we've ever said against them, he is... Up there with just the cream of the crop, he is so damn good. He the he trade, is the the trade for the, the trade for Devonte was the one too. Two catches, twelve yards, one touchdown. But we'll save that for another day. Um, some of these lines here, there guys. That's on his. I'm phone. telling you, dude. I'm seeing. I think the board. I think the board next this weekend, week three, it looks a little bit more enticing. But I do want to kind of walk on eggshells because sometimes. I find this in my career when I like the board too much, I typically lose. And when I don't like the board, it seems like I prosper a little mm-hmm. bit more. But we'll see, man. Um, like, am I going to take Jacksonville plus seven at Chargers this week? Probably not. Right. Although I do uh, like it. Depending touchdown. on the health of Herbert. I was just going to say that. I mean, that's one of those. It could actually, again, be a little bit of a trap game. If Herbert's not completely healthy, Keenan Allen probably isn't going to play. Who goes? I, I, I will uh, say, I will say early in the season. Go ahead, Mark. If you're going to continue with the Chargers, I was, game, no, I was going to say who would be the backup for Herbert if he gets hurt. Do we know who the Chargers? Backup yeah, is? the best bad, the richest backup in NFL history, Chase Daniels, the homie. Is it the homie, Mizzou's finest? Oh God. Okay. Um, I with that line. Hmm. Yeah, I gotta, gotta think about it a little bit. Like, okay, maybe. I have to do research on that game. You're right. Sorry. I don't want to give out any false information, but a line that I do like that I'm going to give a little bit of a, a little tidbit here 
if you guys want to take note. But this line, I don't know what it's going to be in the contest. I don't know what it's going to be live uh, going into the week. You have to watch the way the market moves. But this line's going to tick up. That five is going to go up to five and a half, possibly six on the six on the New York Jets. The way they played, um, they're going home. Did they did they play on the road week one or was they at home? They were in Cleveland. No, no, so no, they're, they're, no, they're in Cleveland. Week one, week one, week one was at home versus Baltimore, and then and then they were in Cleveland on Sunday. Yeah. Okay. So the Jets is a team that I am going to be looking at if that line creeps up. At five, I don't like it, but I'll be looking at it if it creeps up. So um, I think the Bengals are hungover. I think they might have some issues. And I'm not saying they're not going to win the game, but if you can give me almost a touchdown with a New York Jets team that could be riding high going back home, you know, those uh, Salah. MetLife fans are crazy, dude. Uh, you know, I'm just saying, um, just look, look out for them. Shout mm-hmm. out Fireman Ed. Um, How about well, this beautiful matchup? The Seattle Seahawks at home hosting the Atlanta Falcons. Mine is Seattle. Freaking barn burner. There you go. Geno Smith, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, Geno Smith trademarking the phrase. They, did you hear about that, guys? He mm-hmm. trademarked the phrase where they said, oh, they said, um, they said that. They wrote him off. They wrote, oh, they, um, yeah, they wrote him off or they, uh, they said they called him off, but he didn't call back or something like that. <laughs> I forgot what the phrase was. It was something like that, yeah. The freaking guy trademarked the phrase. The it was a good one. I never heard it. I was like, that was pretty good. Hey, West Virginia's finest here. Um, Geno Smith, as he did. He covered eight straight before this game, right? Mm-hmm. And I I kind of had a feeling, dude. I swear. The Niners was, I mean, oh, that, that was an the, easy the Niners was a good the game Niners. to take. The Niners was a good game to take. Albeit, would that would have been a good game if uh, Jimmy didn't come into the fold? Mm-hmm. 100%. You know Never know. It could have been a blessing in disguise. It looked like the players reacted good to Jimmy jumping in. They look, you know, he's been there. Yeah. Like you said earlier, Sean, he's a kid. Trey is, by the way, his surgery looked like he went good. So blessings up to the boy. Um, hopefully he is good because, like you said, it sucks to see a young player like that. And, um, but I mean, Jimmy G kind of gives these guys a good chance to go out there and be real contenders, dude. And Mike doesn't want to hear it. All the Niner fans and Sean want to hear it. But, um, you know, I just like to see good football. And I, the way that Jimmy was treated at times and the fact that he did resign and they got him back on and the fact that this has happened. I mean, the smirk on Jimmy's face, man. It's like, man, you know, he, what can he say, right? Like, don't doubt him, right? Because they were kind of on, they were kind of, I feel like people were kind of, the Niner fans want him traded or not? God. Uh, I think based on our circumstances, when you dig actually deep into the salary cap aspect of it, no one expected the contract to be restructured. So you were talking about a pre-restructuring of the contract. Yeah, hell yeah, I wanted him. I need to look at my team for the next few years. I need to make sure I get Debo signed. I need to make sure I need to get Bosa signed. He restructures for the way he restructures. It's like, holy shit, I mean, almost got him at a still. And we have one of the best 32 quarterbacks in the NFL as our backup. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I mean, I mean, imagine how, how good the Cowboys would feel if they had that guy right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. I will say that I almost put them on like the do not bet list for the whole season, the Ravens. But man, I kind of like this number going on the road to the Patriots. I, I feel that if the Ravens have a similar week 
offensively. I mean, I mean, Lamar Jackson has nearly 700 total yards in the first two games, just going absolutely silly. Uh, I don't think that the Patriots and Mac Jones is a team that can, come, that can come back from that sort of game. Uh, you know, being down 21 points or 19 or whatever it was in the fourth freaking quarter, I don't see the Patriots doing that. So something that I may look into, the Ravens kind of having a bounce-back game and performing just as well on offense, but then, of course, being able to close it out. Uh, two questions coming in from the chat real quick. Um, DB Charged Up says, I know it's early, but interested to know who you guys have in your Super Bowl this season. I think I had... Uh, I think I had Chiefs and Chiefs and Rams. I think I had so. You Rams were Chiefs, Rams. Rams. I was Chiefs over Rams. I was a Chris Berman pick. Niners, Buffalo, and I in a weird way I feel even more comfortable now with Niners, wow. Buffalo with Jimmy. I mean, <laughs> and then Mark. I think I had. Did I have Tampa Bay and Buffalo? I think right. You were Tampa, yeah. Buffalo. I think. You know what? What I've been seeing out of Buffalo, man. Um, if they can. Stay healthy and they just are like finally. Ab- they're just absolutely odds-on favorite. Like they haven't got Tavares White yet, right? And I, you, but no. a shout out to the player tonight. Obviously, um, the cornerback I think or the safety Dane Jackson. Poor guy. Oh, did you see yeah. the? Did you see the guy? I mean, I don't think the dude from the Titans knew that he was that injured, but he comes and unrolls him off his own player, and the dude's neck's all messed up. Dude, right, you yeah. go back and look at it, it's like, I feel bad because I feel bad for both sides, obviously. Kind I of an accident there, yeah. Kind of an accident there from the Titans player, but um, hopefully uh, the defensive players okay. Need a recovery. Dude, but Buffalo, dude, I, you know, <laughs> they are kind of that team right now. I'm sorry. They're fans, you know, they deserve it, um, but their fans are crazy, and I like to see it. But I love it. Stop saying other fans deserve it. We deserve it. Okay. <laughs> they lost four in a row. What do you mean? They got to four in a row. Excuse they got me. they got to four in a row. That's a better way to put it. They got we've, to four we've in a row. We've been to five, okay? Just because you got to four in a row and can't win one of them. Mike, if you, you got to four in a row and lost all four, bro, I don't know. Uh, you, I mean, on I the back of a milk carton, bro. <laughs> I might not be alive after two. <laughs> You'd be on the back of a milk back carton. Back to back to back to oh, Sorry, kids. Geez. Why did Mike like? Why did Mike increase his uh, life insurance policy to five million? I don't, I don't know why. Like February of this year. Yeah, I know, right? What's but, uh, What's the second question, Mike? And then uh, not a question, but Aaron said that he was set up for a three and one week in the contest until the Ravens and Ravens and Raiders both wanted to go weak sauce. I, oh, I, I I agree with that, uh, Aaron, but I would have still gone one and one because I had the Cardinals and the uh, Ravens. But Dude, you know what? When you told me you picked the Cardinals, I was like, this son of a. I was like, this dude's picking against the. Here he goes. And here he goes with going rogue. Here he goes. Rogue ass Mike. Here he goes. Why not do it again this strategy? week? In Tennessee, baby, especially if the Raiders are favorite. Like, what the hell? Hey, you're right, dude. I was thinking the same thing, bro. I swear. When I saw that they were favorites, I don't like the spot for the Raiders. I'm just saying. 0-3 against the spread. Five and a half is an ugly, ugly freaking number, too. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyways. That's that ugly five. That ugly, ugly five. five. Ugly, I don't like looking five. I don't so, like that ugly five. Right, so we have a good slate of games. Let's really quickly hit college football. Uh, USC, Bobby beats Fresno State. Lincoln Riley. I'm telling you, Lincoln Riley, if, if, if you don't score at least 45 to 50 points against this I'm team loving this year, them. I'm actually loving them, dude. I was watching that game. I was watching that game, Mike, and you know what I said? I said, dude, USC kind of might be back. I thought about it. I actually thought about it. I'm not going to lie. Did you say Caleb, it? Did you think it? 
Caleb Williams almost 900 yards passing in, in you know in three games or visiting He's three visiting three and zero Oregon State this week unranked three and zero Oregon State so no we'll trap see. game so we'll see um, they're only favored by six and a half so Caleb if, if they're only if, it, if, uh, if they're only favored by three and a half I'm going freaking USC and see about the blow them boys out the water right. steamroll yeah, if, yeah, if that if that number was in the teens and maybe but. Six and a half, not why, why this week do I have a feeling that Clemson's going to lose against Wake? I don't know why, but number 21, Wake, first number. Put your f- money where your mouth is. Vote on Pop I, 27. Vote yes so you can dra- so you can use DraftKings with a bunch there of There it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. And then we got couch, November midterms. Vote yes yeah, on we had 27. A couple, we actually got a good number of uh, ranked teams against each other. A&M in Arkansas, Tennessee in Florida, the game I mentioned, Wake and Clemson. Ranked? Should yeah, said it's is eleventh ranked. How old? Okay. Don't don't sleep on Tennessee and Florida, okay, man. So, sorry, Clay Travis. <laughs> Florida's gonna win something. They always have a meltdown. Them Gators. I mean, have haven't ever... the Gators played? Haven't the Gators had like a streak where they played all? They played all these games at home. It feels like they've been at yeah, home for a while. They've now they're in. in, swamp. in uh, they play where? Knoxville. Um, they play at Knoxville in Tennessee. Singing Rocky Top. Yeah, I think the Rocky right. Top. I I didn't I didn't know it was I didn't know it was still uh week three. I didn't know it was still week two in the SEC. Georgia at home against Kent State. So oh, Jabroni Drive. Jesus Christ. Penn State at home against Central Michigan. What was this? I, I, I literally wonder if like Pittsburgh these schools. Rhode Island. Do these schools show up at the million dollar check before the game? Hey, hey, ready for your ass open? Here you go. Jesus Christ. Here's a game. Hit, Here's hit versus URI. Yeah, Rhode Island, baby, let's do it. Come on, knucklehead. Come on, man. Number 22 at Texas, 12.30 p.m. um, Eastern. Dude, Texas going to Texas Tech, the Red Raiders. Don't upset Texas. Come on, don't choke. Texas is a minus six and a half favorite (sighs) going into Lubbock. I'll tell you what, Texas. Sorry, Vince Young, but to the day I die. Texas Tech is a fun game to watch. Or Texas Tech is a fun team to watch. Keep them on your radar. Arkansas going into A and M, number one recruiting class. Texas A and M has been so yeah, disappointing, so disappointing. They're only minus two and a half here against Arkansas. Arkansas three and O, one and O in the SEC. But I don't know. Arkansas needs to show me a little bit more. Although they are improving, I don't know if they can go into A and M and get this win. I think that A and M is going to be improving themselves also. Hopefully Jimbo can get it un- uh, together there. <laughs> um, what else, dude? Kentucky number eight. My God. Yeah, this is uh, season. Kentucky. Oh, look at, oh yeah, Washington beating Michigan State last week. Mich- uh, Washington's at number three and oh. zero, number eighteen. Take on Stanford. Look at all these SEC teams that you don't normally see in the top twenty-five. You know your Tennessees, your Ole Misses, your Arkansas. The last couple of years, you didn't see that. Eli Manning wasn't walking through that door, you know, like a lot of these teams, you know, uh, what's his name? Darren McFadden wasn't walking through the door. Uh, run DMC, yep. Man, look at that. What about that Joe Burrow year, dude? Who'd they have? They had like, um, they had Darren McFadden. Who's that, the running back? Uh, uh, Peyton Hillis. Peyton Hillis and like, was yeah, it was... Matt Jones? Who was mm, the quarterback? It was my, quarterback? Yes. Uh, he was a tie, converted tight end drafted by right. Jacksonville. And, yeah, and then, he got, and then he got in trouble, right? When he yeah. got in trouble? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they we were got, playing at the same time. Yeah. They got the Pac-12 low right now. Washington at number 18. Utah's at 13. Uh, I know Oregon, they're at number 
15, it looks like. USC, I think they're ranked also I too, aren't they? Or I just seen them. Who, USC? Aren't they ranked already? Seventh. Yeah, seventh. So, I mean, you know, we got some good little love right now. I mean, Cal, I know we talked about them visiting Notre Dame last week. They only lost by seven, like, I'm you know. S- I'm sorry, guys, but when did Kansas become a football school? Three and oh, and they are just handling this. Don't worry, don't they worry. They are minus nine. What happened? Have Kentucky, I ever Kansas seen or, oh, the, Kentucky, six and the, the Kansas Jayhawks are minus nine favorites. I'm sorry. Duke is three and oh as well. I can't believe yeah. Kansas is minus nine against anybody. I have to revisit Kansas and Duke and these guys in about three weeks. That <laughs> might have to be a, <laughs> in a couple in a couple weeks. That might have to be a play on Duke just on purposes. If you can get that line at ten, that might. I mean, hey, they might get throttled, but dude, I don't know. Um, Miami showed some grit last week at A and M. I like the way Cristobal coming over from Oregon has been, you know, handling business down there at Miami so far. They're two and one. Obviously, that loss coming to. Uh, Texas A&M, am I going to play them minus damn near 26 against Middle Tennessee University? Probably not, but uh, Miami is fun going forward. Ranked right there on the bubble at 25. Notre Dame gets their win uh, against Cal. I like that game for Notre Dame. Come on. You really think Notre Dame was going to start that bad against the <laughs> mediocre Cal team? Stop it. Cal's that good. That's mediocre. They're yeah. not going. They're, the Cal's good, but they're not going to South Bend. And, you know, getting a win on a Notre Dame team that's down in the dumps like that. Hey, Manti Teo was at the game. There was no way they were going to lose that game. Hey, okay. you have to bring Pat. I, I heard I heard Ronaya was showing up, too. Mm-hmm. North Carolina, 3-0, and we're going to host Cal's, Notre Dame. Cal's chances kind of... were invisible. <laughs> it was no chance. <laughs> Just, <laughs> they weren't even there. <laughs> oh, man. You guys are bad. Appalachian State, crazy-ass game. Uh, going to host James Madison. Um, I don't know, man. These games, we're getting into it, dude. I mean, it comes fast, guys. Week four, by the time you know it, it's week six, it's week seven. By the time you know it, we're almost getting talking about World Cup. And, you know, this, this shit, fall, winter time, it's going to roll. 2022, kind of ch- getting acclimated, getting out of this pandemic slash endemic, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. But, um, it's fun to see more fans at the stadium. It's fun to see no masks and less restrictions everywhere. And it's just uh, feels good to be getting back. Let's see what 2023 has in <clears> store. But definitely, dude, definitely. you know what I mean? Just what time is USC up. play? I think it's 6.30. I always want them to start at like 3. So I get, I get mm-hmm. to watch most, most or all the game before I have to go to work. Mm-hmm. What's oh. the over-under? 69. In the hand? Good morning. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So enjoy that week four, everyone, of college football. Plenty to get into. But we have another little something-something that's happening on Sunday. So it's finally a Saturday night race. It was awesome last week. Um, wild. You know, yeah, it was so wild. So uh, another Busher, non-playoff 17. driver. Driver number seventeen Ford. drivers. Yeah. Yes. So are we going to get twenty? You know, that's that's you know, Blaney could get it. Truex could still get it. You know, a couple other drivers that could definitely get it. But this weekend we head to the first round of the round of twelve uh, for the playoffs. Texas Motor Speedway, guys. What say you? Early thoughts on this Sunday's uh, race down there in Texas? It's almost like a start fresh. I'm happy our three racers advanced. That's definitely the biggest thing. 
right. looking at obviously the little track history, quote unquote. I mean, all of our racers, you know, they're not the worst at it. You know, Logano averages a 14 place finish, Chase 11. Uh, there's Larson at Larson. Oh, Larson only has oh, 14 races. Larson's actually the worst out of our three, so hopefully he can compete he, a little bit. I think he won last year, though, right? That was his only pretty much decent. Yeah, he had 14 races, averages at 18th place. But yeah, he has one win, which it looks like, yeah, was last year. I mean, like five or six of his wins, of his 10 wins last year, came in the playoffs. It was like mm-hmm. boom, 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 like the Bristol race, Texas. He won, uh, I think he won the Kansas race, too. It was just, it was, yeah. It was yeah, it's four DNFs, stage. actually, at Texas. Good. Yeah, four DNFs. Which I think was, like, the previous year, or the year right before he got in trouble. Yeah. I remember, so. I mean, uh, hey, Blaney won the All-Star race. I know it's 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 uh, formatted different than a regular just you know, three-stage race, um, but, hey, he, he has a win there. He's got the confidence that he can race well at Texas Motor Speedway, yeah. so, you know. Maybe he propels himself into the round of eight with the, with the with win, becomes the 20th different driver, which is absolutely insane. Um, to your point, Sean, though, to start the next round, three of our four guys start in the top four in points. Mm-hmm. That's, and that's always super important because you could get like a stage win or two or whatever throughout these next Catapult three races. Yourself. And, you, and you don't even have to, you know, you might be going into that third race, which I don't know, I forgot what it is. Um, but, but you could be advanced... You know, you get a couple stage points after the first stage, because I remember after the first t- stage or second stage, a bunch of drivers that said like advanced, advanced, advanced. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't matter. If, it didn't matter if they DNF'd up to that point. But like Larson got like two fourth or fifth place finishes in both stages. So he had already racked up like 10 uh, stage points. So after that second stage, didn't matter if he DNF'd and ended up in 32nd or whatever. He still sad. racked up enough points to then, you know, propel himself. So uh, going into this next round, Chase, Logano are the top two. Chastain, Larson, Byron round at the top five. And then you go Hamlin, Christopher Bell, Ryan Blaney, Chase Briscoe, Alex Bowman, Daniel Suarez, and Austin Sindrick uh, round out the uh, top 12 uh, for the final points, which, let me see. The difference, I mean, the difference between Chase Elliott and Larson is huge. 3,040 points to 3,019. I mean, he still has a 15-point cushion on Logano, right? So Logano and down, it's pretty compressed but chases has a good starting cushion with points being in first place so logano's odds have changed i see him here as about an eight to one favorite i think last week he was what like 10 to one as you know elimination gets well, going yeah, he has less drivers that's right you know but it's just um kind of crazy right now you obviously got chase kind of still your favorite at three to one hamlin is he gonna get that elusive uh is he going to get that elusive uh, championship at five to one? He's sitting here. Larson at six to one. Bell Bell has been strong. That boy is um, that boy is really impressing me right now. Uh, I like that Yahoo car, that purple scheme, that purple color on that number twenty Toyota. Um, pretty good. So um, pretty good. You know, even a William Byron at ten to one. Dude's not out of it yet. But uh, you kind of got your lo- longer shots, obviously, at Suarez, Cindric, and Briscoe, Bowman even as well. So if you guys were to, um, you know, if, if um, whatever you guys, uh, what do you guys think? If you guys, you guys think Blaney at 9-1 to or Byron at 10-1, to or you think it's kind of chalky here at Chase or Hamlin or Larson are going to get this at 6-1 to or lower odds here? I mean, I mean, I think that with what's been going on, we've had, we had, 
we didn't even have a playoff driver win a race in the first round of the playoffs, right? Hmm. With this with this next gen and these t- tire issues, like how many back right tires just went? Burnt? You just see the car freaking roll up and in, at Bristol, right? You've had so many engine blowups in this this first round of the playoffs. It's so hard to to handicap these races and try to find some kind of advantage because you just don't know, right? You just don't know. It's crazy. Wait, who won the second race? Kansas. That was Bubba. That's right. Bubba oh, did again. Eric Jones, Bubba Wallace. Two or, two or three races ago is when he won. That's freaking unheard of. So are you telling me that a driver is actually going to compete down in Phoenix, a non uh, <laughs> right? Probably not. They're going to get out of the way for exactly. the top four. That's what I want. I want to see a non-freaking that, four. That's one of the reasons why I want to go, if I were to ever to go to a race in Phoenix, I wanted to go to the first race. Because not only do you have a race yeah. that's going to be more competitive, but you competitive. have spring training. Hello. You, you get spring training, you get spring training spring at the same time. Bro. Yes. And you get nicer weather, probably. Sometimes you have random rain there in March, but... Hey. True. I didn't it's think definitely. about that aspect, though. You're right. Like Everybody wants to go to the championship, championship race. Unless you're I'd be, honestly, I'd unless be so you're a fan of one Racers. Yeah. Unless your driver is one of the top four, there's really no reason to go. No. Just to experience, like, hey, I went to the championship last year, but that's it. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to go to more than one. Every car getting out of the way, that'd be so freaking annoying. Yeah. Cruising, cruising. Daytona. You ready for Daytona? Next year, baby. Darlington. Yeah. It's already been approved by the wife. So next Has year. it been approved by the Airbnb? I have no Airbnb, bro. I got freaking Sean and or not Sean, but Steve and Cody to stay there. That's what Steve I'm talking about. Steve and Cody, yeah. Yeah, I already told them they're ready. Uh, next, bro, I ain't next they, Labor Day weekend. The Cody, Friday, we can we go. can literally just shove to Cody's front door and we have somewhere to stay. Yeah. <laughs> not even call him. The ARC and Steve. There we go. The ARC yeah. and Steve. I like that. I like that. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's a complete opposite direction as far as where they are in at the state. Um, so I think it's still like a three, three and a half hour drive to Darlington. It's more towards the coast, but, um, yeah, I mean, if all the cards play out, I mean, at least I will, hopefully all TCB can be, but yeah, the Southern 500 next Labor Day weekend. I'll be there. It is a dope track. Yeah. Open in 1950. Good old Darlington. Okay. So one final pick, go ahead and give a pick. If if you were going to pick an actual playoff driver, uh, let's go. Hmm. I'll go with Chase to, to catapult him already to the top eight just to kind of solidify that. I'll go Chase this week. Mark, go ahead. So I'm probably going to say Chase, but I'm going to see if I can try to sway myself so there's another mm-hmm. direction. Give me Blaney. Wow, number 20. Number 20 winner of the year. He's been having bad luck lately, right? Um, I think eventually that luck is going to have to wear out. That Bristol race was crazy. How many flat tires did we see? Blown engines. Uh, um, Kyle Busch again. Blown up again. He right. was about to win at Kansas. Doesn't, dude, how many times is his engine, dude? Kind of weird. Um, he's obviously going to RCR now. His engines are blowing up, but obviously Toyota would not want a Toyota. Dude, out. did you see like the last couple of weeks you were like, dude, all these engines are blowing up and then they show from cars too. Remember when they had the, the TV camera when they making all the cars blow up? Like, what's the reason for all these engine blow ups? And they see like the little like, you know, Pintos, four Pintos shooting the guy <laughs> with the camera. 
so there funny. it is. Sports and entertainment. Always, always, always. Whether it's NASCAR. You can always bring it together. Whether Our it's We have college. a Chevy. We have a Ford. Are you going Toyota this weekend or are you going to go someone else to win this race? I am going to go with, just because, you know, it's the track house. We'll go to Ross Chastain. Huh. Wow. He's been underperforming the last couple weeks. You know, he, he was so high, you know, 15, 18 races into the season. And especially these three races that he has, he's underperformed. But, but hey, you never know. It's like a whole new, it's, it's a clean slate, right? It's a clean slate. Well, I'm thinking about guys, it. Still you know? in third so, place, only a point ahead of uh, Kyle Larson in the playoff mm-hmm. standings. So, you know, let's go to Ross. Why not? Texas, uh, uh, Texas Motor Speedway also, guys, with only one uh, race next year, remember? Ah, Schedule yes. came out and all star race at North Nor- Wilkesboro and all that. Wilkesboro, yeah, we got we the got Chicago, the Chicago, Chicago Street Race. race. Yes, yes. Oh. So. All right, cool. Well, uh, as I load this data up for you guys, go ahead and send us out. Episode 161 is now complete. Thank you all so much for joining us, guys. Send us away. Episode 161, man. I think the fans can see why we love what we do. Clyde in the world of sports and comics. Uh, the comic side speaks for itself. Obviously not the most news today, but I'm sure next week's we're going to have just a shitload for you guys. And of course, definitely support and go to your local comic book shops. If you're like us, you go to Treasure Island Comics in Fremont, California. And sports-wise, just keep enjoying all the good stuff that's happening. Uh, Baseball-wise, I know uh, Aaron Judge is trying to chase 62 home runs. I think that's the AL record. I think he's at like 60 already or 59 or something. So good luck to him. And yeah, just the NFL week three is upon us. Hopefully all your fantasy teams are doing good. Everyone that pick pick your damn teams. Mark, you're doing good, bro. Keep it up, man. Hopefully Mike and I can get, you know, out of the schneid between our two and three wins and get, you know, caught up with you. And yeah, again, guys, have a good fantasy week. Have a good NFL week and love you guys. Literally, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not the type of person to boast and brag about myself or kind of bring attention around myself, my loved ones, and my co-hosts, but who else does it better than us? We literally come on late night. We get on live for you guys. We let you guys interact with us. We talk about entertainment, streaming, sports, comics, whatever, football, college. We try to entertain you guys as much as we can. And as often as we can, you guys got to reach out to us. You guys got to share us. Go on podcasts and Apple podcasts and wherever you stream us at and just, you know, like us and leave reviews. But as always, at the comic bookies, um, at Twitter, at the comic bookies on Instagram, all social media as well. If you want to leave us a email, if you know somebody that wants to get interviewed by us or wants to get on the show, let us know. Comicbookies at gmail.com. We are here to make your entertainment needs like you like it. And we are here to just, uh, you know, make this a great experience. So come join us every Monday night, football season. It's great. Remember, New York Jets, if that line ticks up a little bit, keep it in mind. All right. We have no brand new states or no brand new countries, but we do have a shakeup in the top five. Uh, still the Bay Area and still number one. New York, number two. Uh, out here in the Valley, the Sacramento area is number three. El Paso, Texas jumps into the number four spot. And taking over Washington, D.C. is Los Angeles. But I will say, in the top ten, as far as like the last ten episodes, we have places like Grand Rapids, Michigan, Las Vegas, 
Dallas, Texas, Phoenix, Arizona. So we're all across the board as far as the United States is concerned. So thank you all so much for supporting, uh, downloading, listening, and hopefully you guys are sharing as well. Um, this is the Comic Podcast, episode 161. For Mark and Sean, this is Mike. Enjoy the sports, enjoy the comics, and enjoy the hell out of each other. Peace out. See you all next week. Peace. Peace. And always enjoy each other and enjoy these last dog days of summer. Autumn is upon us and the wind is blowing. Please, Raiders, get us a win down in Tennessee, baby. Let's go. We love y'all. Comic Cookies. Hope your team does great as well. Peace.